Hello, and welcome to a special Christmas version of the Perfect Cast. I'm Jack. And I'm Lisa. This week we talk all things Christmas. So, should we talk about our top five favourite Christmas films? Yes. Christmas! Right, starting at number five? Yes. Okay. What's yours, Jack? My number five, I'm going to say Elf. Oh, Twinsies. Oh, because, yeah. right, Elf's a good film. It is a good film. But there's a few others that I think are miles better. Yeah, I know so many people who don't like Elf. But right. it's one of them films that just, it makes me feel happy. Like, it's just silly. Yeah, it's a silly, easy-to-watch Christmas film. Yeah. It's funny throughout. The general story to it's a bit... Naff. Naff. But, it's but that's what makes cute, it. Cute, yeah. Yeah. It's, I mean, Will Ferrell is probably one of his most iconic roles. Yeah, I think so. I think that's the first thing I really saw him in that I knew. Like, that sort of made me realise, oh, this is someone. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, so like Anchorman as Ron Burgundy yeah. would be his, his other most iconic yeah. one, I'd say. But I wouldn't have known that that was the same person the first time I saw Elf. Oh, really? Yeah. And I mean, then once we, I saw Elf, I was like, oh, he's in so many things. We quote Elf all the time. Yeah. Especially the... Hi, buddy. Hope you find your dad. Thanks, Mr. Narwhal. <laughs> Bye, buddy. Hope you find your dad. Thanks, Mr. Narwhal. Exactly. Yeah. It, it's got it's got some really great bits. Like when he goes into the coffee shop and he's like, "Congratulations!" <laughs> and he's like, "The, the best co- best coffee in the world." Yeah. It's so cute. And like when he's pulling like chewing gum from underneath the oh, subway, and yeah, he's like, like mm, "Oh, free, free candy. candy!" Yeah. Yeah. It's got that sort of like. George of the Jungle, where basically you bring someone out of a habitat they're not used to yeah. and put them in New York City and look how crazy it is. I think it's good that they put them in New York as well because there's so many strange folk in New York that a man walking around as an elf, no one bats an eyelid, really. Right, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's like he finds people more weird than they find him yeah. weird. Is elf the one where um, there's all the people dressed as Santa Claus and they... Someone steals the that charity, the Salvation Army. There's like a Salvation Army guy dressed as Santa Claus yeah. on the street corner. Um, I think that's I'm sure else. someone steals it. Okay, yeah, that might be another Christmas film. Okay, so yeah, <laughs> <clears throat> what's your number four? My number four is I'll Be Home for Christmas. Oh, okay, the one with the lad who... Jonathan Taylor Thomas, JPT. <laughs> and if he gets home before six, his dad's going to give him a Porsche. Basically, since his mum died... Yeah. He hasn't been like involving himself in the family right. as much, especially because his dad's remarried and he's not keen on the idea that his mum feels replaced. Right, right. So right. he's pushed himself away from the family. So his dad, as an incentive, has said, "I'll give you the Porsche if you come home for Christmas at six, like <laughs> by Christmas Eve at six p.m." Yeah. So he basically has to travel all the way across the country to get this to Porsche get home. In time, yeah. <laughs> All sorts of shenanigans happen. Yeah, and uh, it's a bit like Bubble Boy or Rat Race in a way, where no, like, they've got to travel right. across the country, and like it's more all the shenanigans that happen yeah. in between. It's just really silly, and it's got like a bit of a sentimental value to it because yeah. when we got engaged, it was around Christmas, and after we got engaged, we like just chilled and watched that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was just on the TV. It was under the telly. Yeah. Yeah. What's your favourite bit in the film? In the film? I don't know. It's all really silly. Like, he says, like, tumbleweed, buzzard, something. I don't know. He's trying to... He only gets 30 seconds or something on the answer machine, so he's trying to get oh, some clues where he oh, is. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because I can't remember what happens to him, but think somebody kidnap. Oh, he, he steals the answers to a test and sells them to these, like, jocks, basically. Yeah. And when he gives the wrong answers to them and they all fail, they kidnap him. Glue a Santa hat and beard to him. Oh, yeah. And put him in a Santa costume and then leave him in the middle of nowhere and he's got to try and make his way home that way. Yes. And he'd also promised to travel back with the girl he fancies. Yeah. But because he doesn't show up, she goes home with this other guy who's who's into her, who's yeah. also this guy's, like, enemy. Yeah. But, Rival. Like, my favourite is, like, he somehow gets on, like, a Greyhound bus and he sees the girl in oh. in um, on the news because she's staying in this hotel and they were talking about like couples staying in hotels is it the girl that's married to it's Justin just the Tim- Beale, yeah. yeah 
He pulls that sort of cooler from like under the seat and writes heart transplant in crayon. <laughs> and he's like, oh my gosh, there's a heart transplant and it says it's got to be at this hotel. So they're all freaking out. <laughs> like, why would there be oh, a heart yeah. transplant on a coach? <laughs> but so they pull up so that he can go and yeah. get this girl back like that. It's just super stupid. Yeah. But Basically, the premise of the film is that he shouldn't be rushing home to get back for a Porsche. He should be rushing home yeah. to get back to be with his family. And in his journey, he learns that yeah. he doesn't want the Porsche because he ends up being late anyway. Yes. But it's okay. It, it's a good, It's an easy, It's another easy to watch. Yeah. Not it, the greatest. It's, it's, it's one of them films that's like, it's not everyone's first go-to when they talk about Christmas films, yeah. but it's one of them ones that like, if it's on, I'm going to watch it. Whereas I could skip other Christmas films. Like I could skip Elf if I saw that on, whereas I'll be in for Christmas. I'm always like, oh, oh yeah, I want to watch this. <laughs> it didn't make my list. Oh, sad. Yeah. That's fine. It makes it more interesting for us to <laughs> count through our lives. More films. Um, my number four was... Jingle all the way. Oh, okay. Dasha so, Danza Donna. <laughs> <laughs> so Arnold Schwarzenegger is trying to buy the fad um, trending toy for his son Jamie at Christmas. And What's his name? Every Turbo Man. Turbo Man. Everywhere he goes, Turbo Man's sold out. Because he leaves it till Christmas Eve. Yes. And it, um, his his rival in this is a, a mailman yeah. who is also trying to do the same thing. Yeah. Um, and I'm pretty sure at one point the mailman has a bomb. No. No, he pretends, he pretends it's a he's bomb. got a bomb, but it's yeah. not. It's like a wind-up thing. Actually, it turns out one of the parcels is a bomb, I'm a bomb. sure. Yeah, it, yeah, it does. Because he goes to a radio station uh, where the, you've got to say all of the reindeer, and then you could get a turbo man if you say all of the reindeer. So yeah. he's running around going, Dash, I dance, I don't have little comic. <laughs> yeah. Trying to get to the radio station. And he shows up, and uh, the radio station guy is like, no, you've got to phone up. And he's like, bro, I'm, say- I'm saying it to you. I'm saying it. I'm here. And yeah. he's like, I don't have a Turbo Man here. I've got a gift card for a Turbo Man. It's just, it's so great. It, so it's similar in a way to I'll Be Home for Christmas where he's his his goal is to get the Turbo Man. And then there's so many like shenanigans in between in yeah. order for him to get it. So like the radio thing. The when they go to the toy shop and don't they release a load of balls and if you've got a certain coloured ball yeah you, you win the turbo, turbo man, man yeah or I think they they think they're getting a turbo man but they have all the other supporting characters yeah and like not the, the turbo man. tiger guy yeah favorite scene in that though is the when he's stood in the crowd and Schwarzenegger's dressed as turbo man and he, he goes, points at him Jimmy <laughs> <laughs> he knows my name. <laughs> Jingle all the way. I could watch it every year. Yeah. I think I watch it maybe every two years because yeah. it, it can get a bit tedious yeah. watching it so often. But it is a classic Schwarzenegger film with some classic Schwarzenegger lines. I don't like the way you say Schwarzenegger. How do you say Schwarzenegger? Schwarzenegger. Schwarzenegger. Yeah. Schwartz. You like, say Neger. Neger. Dunno. That's just how I've always pronounced it. Yeah, Jingle All the Way, that's my number four. Cool. My number three is Surviving Christmas. Ooh. Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck, James Gandolfini, and Catherine O'Hara. A regular, a regular mention on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, the Queen herself. <laughs> um, it's basically Ben Affleck is a wealthy. He's like a advertising expert, or yeah, he's like he's quite wealthy. Guy. Yeah, and he's got a big apartment, lives on his own, doesn't have family, and um, is feeling lonely on Christmas. So he. Talks to a therapist and they say you should go back to where all your sadness sort of started and make amends and, and let go of all the anger of the past. So yeah. he goes back to his childhood home to try and like say goodbye to it and like let it go. Yeah, he's got but like then his, he gets um, all of his things on a piece of on a paper. Piece of paper and he's going to burn it. Yeah. So he starts burning it outside the house. But then James Gandolfini is like, who's this guy setting fire to our house? Yeah. <laughs> Runs outside, clocks him with a... Spade shovel or, yeah um and when he comes to he's inside the house and he gets an idea of maybe i should hire this family for the season to be my family so i can spend my christmas in my childhood yeah. home <laughs> yeah. so he pretends that Catherine o'hara is his mom and james gandolfini is his dad and he's got a new little brother and he gets to sleep in his old bed and he has all these like rules and sometimes he has scripts for them when they go and buy the tree he's like my dad would have wore the hat and he'd say something like this. So can you say that, please? And James Gandolfini's like, I'm not going to say that. And he's like, well, it's part of the contract. So if you want that 25K, then... It's, 200, it's 250 grand. 250 grand, then you best wear the hat. And he's like... Frrr. 
puts the hat on reluctantly. Yeah. And it's just, it's so ridiculous, yeah. but it's brilliant. And, and then the, the daughter who they don't mention oh, yeah. turns up. And That's Christina Applegate. Ben Affleck says, oh, we we can't have this. Like, I never she, had a sister. I never had a sister. She can't she stay can here. She can be our maid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so he writes her in, in a particular way. But as luck would have it, he ends up falling for her. Classic. But also, his current girlfriend ends up turning up halfway through. And Sounds like Ben Affleck, doesn't it? Yeah, classic. <laughs> Always got two girls on the go. <laughs> yeah, no, it's really good. It's really funny. It's not. It's another film that people... I don't know many people who have seen it when I ask. But yeah. if, you, if you get a chance to watch it, it, it usually is on during Christmas, but yeah. definitely watch it. In fact, I think I saw on like one of the TV Guide things that it's on. Yeah, uh, it's really good. Promise. <laughs> yeah, Surviving Christmas, that's a, that's a good number three. Yeah, thank yeah. you. Um, my number three was The Grinch, That's Still Christmas. Okay. Now, I, I've always called it just The Grinch. Yeah. But since they've just made that new The Grinch... Um, is it the Grinch that got stole Christmas? Is that the Jim Carrey one? Yeah. Oh, I just thought that was the cartoon one. I thought that one was just called the Grinch. No, the cartoon one's just called the Grinch. That's what it was. Confusing. No, I mean the old cartoon. Oh, one. I think that one is as well. I'm not sure. That's the Grinch who stole Christmas. Ah, that's the name of the book. Well, the Jim Carrey, the Grinch that okay. came out in like the 2000s. Yeah. That I love that film. I quote it all the time. Jim Carrey's fantastic in it. It is Jim Carrey, right? It is. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, it's really hard to tell because the the makeup prosthetics. Are I know, really but good, you can tell, it? and he's like, "Max, <laughs> Max, me on a bow." Exactly. Yeah. And then the little girl, Cindy Lou. Cindy Lou who? Cindy Lou who? Um, that is Taylor Momsen. Yeah. Who is Jenny from Gossip Girl? Yeah, pre goth. Yeah. Band. And the singer from I don't know what they call it. Whatever they call it. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it's it's classic Doctor Seuss. Yeah. It all rhymes pretty much. I always love like Dr. Seuss style as well. And uh, I think everybody who watches that film wishes they had the Christmas light gun. Oh, yeah. That the next door neighbor has. Betty, no, Betty Lou's the mum, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, they're all, they're all called like it's, something I think they who. all rhymes with who, don't they? Yeah. Cindy yeah. who. Yeah, it's just a great film. One of my favorite scenes in that is when the Grinch is shouting to his echo. Um, just about, I can't remember what he's shouting about now. Um, <laughs> so iconic. <laughs> so iconic, I can't remember. But at one point, he says, I'm an idiot. And then the echo says, you're an idiot. Oh, okay. And it's funny. I've not seen the Grinch. I've seen the Grinch like twice in my life. Which it's I not my favourite. crazy. Yeah. Because, yeah, because you don't really, you don't really like it that much, really. No. But any particular if we all didn't about? really like different things, then the world would be a boring place. Yeah. Um, I just, I just don't like the character. It doesn't feel Christmassy to me. Oh. But I know plenty of people who like it, but it's just not my... My kind of thing. Mm. Yeah. I like it when um, he decides to go down into the town for Christmas and he's just starting to get like on and then it, like he turns bad and he's like, ah, and then he like ruins it for them. <laughs> and then he feels bad and then he goes and sorts and it all. Like, it's a, a good story. After all. Yeah. It's a, I, I think that's what I like about it as well, like because it's slightly fair. Well, it's Dr. Seuss fairy tale. Yeah. But it's got a fun Christmas story to it. Yeah. So I think because it's more like heavily fictional, not real life. Yeah. It's a bit more easy to believe because you, you don't watch it and go, ah, that never happened because it's <laughs> it's a, it's already fictional. Where it concerns me that you think the Grinch could happen. <laughs> it's, it's more like surviving Christmas. Like, oh, guy, uh, yeah. guy spends quarter of a million dollars. Yeah, it's, to it's hire more a fantasy than it is like. Just daft. Yeah, that's yeah. what I mean. Yeah, that's what I was trying to get at. My number two is Christmas with the Cranks. Oh. It's another film that not many people have seen or care about. And it's got like two tomatoes or whatever it is on Rotten Tomatoes. Really? Yeah, it's all like one maybe. Or, oh my is it a God. percentage on Rotten Tomatoes? Because I feel like it's 2%. Oh, it might be. I think yeah, it is it's, it's a low percent. And I was gobsmacked because this is the first Christmas film we watch every year. Wow. And it's one of my favourites. It's just brilliant. It's Jamie Lee Curtis yep. and Tim Allen, Dan Aykroyd, lots of other people. It's so good. Um, basically, Tim Allen and Jamie Lee Curtis's daughter has gone to wait to the Peace Corps the first, for, for the year. So it's the first time they've had um, Christmas alone. So instead of being alone and a bit sad about Blair not being there, yeah. Tim Allen books them a cruise 
um, to go on together, but the whole street does like a decoration together. Yeah. So they are the only house who aren't decorating their house. So they start getting tormented by the neighbors for not putting Frosty the Snowman on their roof. Yeah. But they're like, we're not going to do it because we're going away. But after being tormented and tortured by the local kids yeah. and the neighborhood, Blair phones up and says that she's actually going to be home for Christmas on the morning of Christmas Eve. And they normally have a big party on Christmas Eve. So somehow yeah. they've got to gather everyone together who are angry at them for not putting Frosty off. They've got to get Frosty off. It's just a chaos, but it's brilliant. Yeah, basically the whole community gets together because they can forgive uh, Tim Allen and Jamie Lee Curtis because of how much they love Blair. Love Blair, yeah. And there's a few things that go on. Like there's a guy at the, the start called Marty and he, he pops up every now and then about three or four times throughout the film and they're like who is this who guy is who this is this guy and he plays like a bit of a magical sort of santa-esque yeah i think the the thing. sort of hint that he's santa yeah but and then they have like they just um, got really funny scenes like when they decide to go on the cruise it's to the caribbean so they they're, they're trying to fit into the caribbean when they go so instead of arriving pale tim allen says let's go and get a tan so jamie lee curtis go, goes on the beds and Tim Allen gets a spray tan, yep. so we get to see him in a speedo. <laughs> <laughs> he also uh... gets Botox at one point. It's really stupid, but yeah. Christmas oh, that, that scene's like... brilliant. I mean, he's like drinking the water. It's just like pouring out, out, of out of his mouth. mouth. It's great. It got a 5% on Rotten Tomatoes. There you go. <laughs> Don't know why, because it's amazing. It got an audience rating of 37%. That's still low. Which is even worse, yeah. Like, I thought, oh, well, at least people will watch well, it and realise how great it is. <laughs> yeah, again, another classic Christmas film, shenanigans throughout. Yeah. All of Honey, the shenanigans. Hickory Honey Ham. Oh, yeah, yeah. And the, I can't get any wetter! <laughs> when it's, it's soaked. You have to watch the film to understand that one. Okay, <laughs> my number two, and this is my guess that it's your number one. Oh, please. Oh, please. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> okay, go on. Okay, is uh, National Lampoon yeah, Christmas Vacation? That's my number one. <laughs> okay, well, that means we can both talk about it. Hang on, let me get comfortable. <laughs> it's only because I had a last minute, ooh, forgot about that one. It's not really, I'd probably say actually National Lampoon is my number one. Okay. But this one was like bonus. So which one should I do? What I've got as my number one now. It's up to you. What, what do you think is your Okay, go on. Okay, so it was, I just was looking through a list of Christmas films just so I could refresh my memory of all the ones I could like. And one that I could like, that I do like. <laughs> um, and one that wasn't on there and I completely forgot about was um, The Greatest Star in the World. Oh my God, it's so good, but you can't find it anywhere. Yeah. Not your classic Christmas films, like, of, of list of Christmas films. Yeah. Uh, basically, a mum of two, two, two girls, get locked in a department store. No? No. They are homeless. Yes. So they stay in the apartment, yes. in the department store, and she pretends it's like a fun, fun game that they're playing because she right. doesn't want the kids to know how poor they actually yeah. are. So they're yeah. making it a game. So I saw this film when I was like eight to ten years old. Yeah, I think it was just like on CBBC. So it's like when you watch Mrs. Doubtfire as a kid, you miss the underlying story. Yeah. But it is actually a really sad film. But when you watch it when you're ten years old, you think. How cool would it be mm. to get locked in this department store and all this mischief you can get up to? And that's essentially what happens. The avoiding security guards. Yeah. Um, is there a bit of a love interest in the Mr. Whiskers? Mr. Whiskers. So who's played by Peter Bacal? Peter, Peter Capaldi. Capaldi. Indeed. Uh, the other like there isn't many big names in it because it's just like a BBC uh, film, I think. Ricky. Uh, Ricky Tomlinson. Yeah. From the royal family. Yeah. Um, Sean Hughes, who's a comedian that was on uh, Nevermind the Buzzcocks quite a lot. He was the elf. Yes. Um, and Brian Blessed. There are Brian Blessed being uh, He was Mr. Scottly. Okay. Yeah, greatest story in the world. I used to, I used to love watching it. And... We found a copy of it on eBay years ago and we bought it from a nan. Yes. But I can't find it anywhere else. So you're going to have to deep dive it if you want to. Find yeah, if you it. Want to find it. But it, it's one of them films. I do, I'm hoping I it's it one of them films that lives up to your memory. I think, yeah. I know I haven't seen it in so long. 
But I think it was like a BBC it, film it or was, an ITV on film or something. CBBC? Yeah. Good CBBC, though. Was it? Don't know. No, it's, it's fun. Yeah, I guess maybe they thought we could deal with those, <laughs> those things. Okay, so that's now my number two. <laughs> because... Our joint first. Our joint first is... You guessed it. We said it before. <laughs> National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Yeah, we love that film. Yeah, it's so good. We watched it yesterday, didn't we? Yeah, we watch it every year without fail. Dum, 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 ba, dum. What happens in this film? Who who knows? Everything happens in this film. Anything could go wrong, does go wrong. You don't know what's going on. You could walk out the room and come back and there's a complete new disaster happening and you've missed one already <laughs> yeah but it is brilliant like um how do you even how do you even describe this film for people who haven't seen well it? so basically mo- like most uh, national lampoons vacation films it's got some slapstick comedy yeah. a bit of like gross humor throughout but the, the premise of the film is um the description of okay so the description on imdb is the griswold family Plans for a big family Christmas predictably turn into a big disaster. Yeah. So even they don't know what happens. No. <laughs> the the way I'd sort of describe it is Clark Griswold, played by Chevy, Chevy Chase, Chase, is basically waiting to get this big Christmas bonus uh, because mm. he wants to put in a pool. He's got his whole family coming around for Christmas. And the in-laws, everything. In-laws, their grand, like their parents, yeah. you know, several generations of the Griswold family yeah. uh, coming around. And he wants to surprise them all by getting this big Christmas bonus and tell them all that I'm going to put in a, a pool for all the family to enjoy. Yeah. Whilst that happens, everyone loves having family around at Christmas, but you've got... There's a lot of tension. There's when, a lot of there's tension a lot of family, when it happens. Yeah. You're cooking for a lot of people. In-laws are there. Everyone's staying in the house. Kids are getting upset because they can't sleep in the same room. Or they have to sleep in the same room, sorry. Yeah. And just all of that. Cousin Eddie shows up um, and he lives like out in a trailer. Yeah. There's a, a classic scene where he's pouring the... Uh, the waste. Uh, the, the, the human waste <laughs> into, uh, into, the, into the drain. Which is a chemical um, sewer, so if you yeah. light a uh, match near it, it'll just explode. Yeah, uh, there's there's some absolutely belting quotes throughout. Like in that scene alone, where it's just like, "Merry Christmas," it was full, and the neighbor just like runs back into the house. Um, now there's loads of great quotes. Like yesterday when we were watching it, I was just laughing before things had happened because I was oh, so excited yeah. about what lines were coming up next. Like, uh, they're going to cut a tree down for the living room. And it's so cold that they're like, look at the tree. Doesn't it look great? And he asks his wife, he asks his son. And then when he asks his daughter, the wife goes, she'll see it later, honey. Her eyes are frozen. (laughs) Yeah. And then they're like, dad, did you bring the axe? And he goes, (laughs) 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 it's so good though. Like, it's just the most ridiculous most 80s film you could possibly <laughs> think of. It's John Hughes, isn't it? Uh, John Hughes wrote it, yeah. Yeah. Um, it's just brilliant. And like Chevy Chase is brilliant in it. Look, Rusty, no visible panel line. <laughs> yeah, it's so good. Uh, oh, it's just, it's so good. It's probably really hard to describe. It really is because so much happens. How, just like the genius bits of it. Yeah. One of the, I say one of the, the main things is like he sets up 25,000 lights on his house yeah. and when he brings the whole family out to like show off the big reveal, the, the big of... reveal and it, it doesn't all go to plot that's that's really when things start going downhill yeah yeah that's no, probably it's, the turning point it's brilliant so guess what it got on rotten tomatoes i don't know okay it's 65 percent Okay, well, I think and that's quite reasonable. Audience score was 86%. That's better. So the audience know what's Yeah, well. I feel like it's one of them films that, like, not everyone will get or enjoy. Yeah. But it's one, it, like, if you do enjoy that sort of film, <laughs> like, like, I don't really like slapstick that much because sometimes it's too idiotic. Too, yeah. And there are a few scenes, like, when he's up in the attic and he stands on a floorboard and it hits him in the face, turns yeah, around, stands bit, on another one. It gets one. a bit home alone, doesn't it? Yeah. But at the same time, they do it that one too many times that makes it funny again. Right. Do you know what I mean? It's just like, sort of. it was funny. It's it's not funny anymore. And then he does it one more time. And you're like, okay, no. Okay. <laughs> yeah. You've done it too many times. This is ridiculous. I like, think it helps because again. he's like, 
He's left up in the attic. He's absolutely freezing. So he just finds some old clothes and old dress up yeah. bits. And he's sat looking like some old woman watching <laughs> um, like old old Christmases. Yeah. Uh, that's actually a really good throwback because they've used some of the actors that they use as the family. Yeah. So like they've clearly done like a, quite a bit of groundwork to get that like home movies in place and stuff like that. That was pretty cool. What do you mean? Well, like if you look at the guys playing like his granddad or his, his uncle, uncle or whatever, yeah. um, it's actually them. Yeah. But like, because it's set like when he was a kid. Yeah. The black and white films. I just think it's like, oh, okay. for, I just think for like a cheesy comedy film, yeah. that's quite a bit of like groundwork yeah. to do just and for that one sat watching small scene. The home, the home videos, he's just sat like crying, like waiting yeah. for his family to come home. And then someone just suddenly opens the the attic, but he doesn't realise he's sitting on the door, so he just flies down. Yeah. And it's, it's it's just so it's good. stupid bits it's like so in that loft scene again, where he puts his foot through onto a bunk bed, but then he puts his hands because it's so it's so, so warm, warm. <laughs> it's like feeling the heat coming. Just small bits like that, and I wonder like has he improvised them? Yeah, yeah. Because <clears throat> uh, Chevy Chase is brilliant. Yeah. To be fair, to him, I think my other. Like favorite scene is definitely when they're sitting around at dinner, and the turkey like fart explodes. No, it doesn't. Like, uh, what? It doesn't it, fart, They're so but... excited for the turkey, and it looks incredible. But when they cut into it, it's so dry that when they cut into it, it's like you know when you've got a big plastic bag and you, you cut into it, it just pop, wouldn't it? Yeah. So it's so dry that when they cut into it, it just sort of lets all that air out that's still in there. Where did and all the just, meat go? It's, it's all shriveled up because it's so dry. <laughs> <laughs> and they're all eating it and they're like... Uh... The noises are horrible. <laughs> and the old lady starts saying the Well, they uh, ask her to do grace. Um, they ask her to do grace on her. She says, I pledge allegiance to the flag. And everyone's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> It's brilliant. Grace, Please go and watch it if you've never seen it. You'd Grace really died it. 50 years ago. <laughs> the blessing! <laughs> the blessing! <laughs> the blessing! That's oh, oh, definitely our favourite line. It's so good. Yes. Okay. National Lampoon. There we go. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> that is our uh, uh, number one. Right, so my, my thing is, right, we have Christmas movies. Yep. So there are five, like, Christmas Christmas films. Mm-hmm. Christmassy Christmas films. But there's also, like, what I'm putting down as an honourable mention. I also have one. I've got three. Bloody hell, Jack. And they're basically just those films you always look forward to watching at Christmas. Uh, okay. But they're not Christmas films. My honourable mention is a Christmas film. Oh, okay. Go on then. But I've only seen it once, oh, okay. so I can't say it's my favourite. Right. But it's something I keep asking people, and I don't know anybody who's seen this film. Right. Um, and it's a Christmas story. Yeah, not seen it. it. I can't find it any... Like, it was on TV last year. It was on Amazon Prime last year, and it's mm. not on any of the streaming services this year, and it's really annoying me because I want you to see it because it's so good. It's based in the... Eight, well, it's it was made in the 80s, but based in the 50s. Right. It's a, a man telling his story about when he was a kid. Yeah. And, like, his mum did wash his mouth out with soap, like, that sort of thing. And just, like, he dares his friend to lick the lamppost while it's freezing and his friend gets stuck to the point where they have to like phone a fire brigade to okay. get him off well, like yeah, it's, it's, it's very national lampoon right like like esque yeah and i think you'd really enjoy it but yeah christmas story that. is like we need to watch it i'll try and pick it up and, and i recommend uh, you guys it. to watch it too because it's really good um so my honorable honorable film mentions uh, i'll just run through them really quick yeah no, uh, you go for it yeah yeah, first one's The Great Escape. That's an absolute classic. Just, there's nothing really Christmassy about it. No, you just watch it at Christmas though, don't you? I don't know why. It's just, I think it's just because it's always on at Christmas. Yeah. Um, number two, Chicken Run. Yeah. So, The Great Escape, but with chickens. <laughs> no, not a bit like that, yeah. But that's, that's essentially what... It's the second time we've talked about Chicken Run. What it is. Um, and number three... And this would have probably actually made my top five. Yeah. But I've only seen it once oh. and it's only been out for about a month and that's Klaus. That's a Christmas film. No, I know, but I wanted to Oh, give, it's like my Christmas film. I wanted to give the other ones. Okay. I thought you were going to say Wallace space. and Gromit. Because oh. Wallace and Gromit are yeah. very Christmassy. Would you put... See, Wallace and Gromit, because they're so short, they're like oh, okay. TV yeah. episodes. Yeah. Well, isn't it the... the um, Wrong Trousers, that's a movie, isn't it? Oh, it might be, actually. That's not... Oh, feature-length TV show. Yeah. 
Yeah. All right. Well, let's throw that in there. Yeah. Wallace and Gromit, wrong trousers. That's the one with the the penguin. And the wrong trousers. Oh, that that is one of the best Wallace, yeah. Wallace and Gromits. Yeah. Like uh, the scene where Gromit's laying down the, the train the, track. The train track. Yeah. Like. Is he trying to catch up with the penguin or get away from him at that point? I think he's trying to catch him and get the controls off him, isn't he? Yeah. And, and Wallace is running ra- running around in the trousers, in the pants, which are going yeah. out of control. It's great. Yeah, that's an like, instant, brilliant yeah. Christmassy. <laughs> th- something Christmassy to watch around Christmas. Mm, yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Right, so we did our top Christmas films. Yes, we did. We're going to do our top Christmas TV show. Christmas TV specials. Christmas TV specials. Yeah. Okay, I struggled with this one. We're going to do our top three. Okay. Because there aren't, there aren't many, are there? No, right. Well, there are, but doesn't necessarily mean that they're good. Yeah. Or I struggled with this mem- one, even though memorable, I was... Memorable, memorable, memorable. Okay, but do you want to do number three? Okay. My number three... Is the royal family okay? All of them, all of the Christmas specials, they're really good. But I'd say probably the most recent one is not the one where Nana died. No, okay, I I didn't want to talk about that one because that's a sad one. This is um, the new sofa. Oh, I don't even know if I've seen that. I can't remember it completely because it was like 2009 when it came out, yeah. But it's the one where they go to Dave's. For Christmas and Dave's mum and dad come round, okay. um, and it's just classic royal family. Uh, Twiggy, our uh, fellow Scouse lad, mm. is there doing his usual like sort of dodgy talking, and yeah. getting getting things when he shouldn't be getting them, and right. that sort of thing. Ideally, I'd have watched it before talking about it because I can't remember <laughs> everything. You could refresh it. your memory, but I could refresh my memory, but see, I, I watched mine on the train. Oh, home. there you go. Well, I didn't have that opportunity, <laughs> um, but the uh, yeah, the royal family. Like, I don't think it needs that much talking about. No. Because if you haven't seen it, then go stop listening and go and watch it because it's brilliant. after you've listened. Don't mind. Don't mind. But I'm hoping most people will have seen it by now. Yeah. Yeah, surely. I was listening to a podcast and it's it's an American podcast and they were watching The Royal Family. Oh, yeah. And they were like, they keep asking each other if they want, if they've had the tea. What do they mean by have you had your tea? Because they're not talking about a cup of tea. <laughs> and people have to like write in and explain like yeah. tea is actually your, your dinner. Well, that explains it. Tea doesn't just mean a drink. A drink. It also in the can north mean it also means your dinner. Dinner. <laughs> there you go. Okay, so my number three was the one with the holiday armadillo. The fr- the friends episode. Yeah. Not, you're right, That's yeah. the name of the episode. I know, but it didn't say what the TV show I, was. Well, I assume people would know with the title. But yeah, it's a Friends episode <laughs> with... And the episode is the one with the holiday on a medillo. Yeah. So I was thinking of this one as well, because I enjoyed that episode. Yeah. But... It is an episode about Hanukkah. <laughs> like, I'm not a big... I like Friends, but it's not really... Yeah. Um, it's an episode where Ross is trying to teach Ben, his son, about Hanukkah. But right. Ross, um, but Ben is too excited about Christmas. Yes. And he wants them to be excited about Hanukkah as well. Like, right, right, right. Because it doesn't get the same hype because they don't have a big fat man who gives you presents. Yeah, <laughs> it's not got the same, yeah. Yeah, like... so he, he asks his friends to come together and talk about Hanukkah. I think they, he actually asks them to dress as Father Christmas to show that Santa likes Hanukkah as well. Right. But they didn't have anything left in the costume store. So all he could get was an armadillo costume. So he's like, okay, that'll do, I guess. It's such <laughs> and he a comes classic, as the holiday armadillo. It's such a classic Ross moment. <laughs> and it's the most detailed armadillo costume It's so ever. good. I'm the holiday, holiday armadillo. armadillo. <laughs> I'm the holiday armadillo. And then Chandler shows up as Santa. Santa he yeah. managed to get one. Um, and... Joey couldn't find one, so he came as Superman. <laughs> <laughs> but my favourite scene is that is when he's like, can you go away to Chandler? He's like, I've finally got him excited about Hanukkah. I don't want Santa to show up. And yeah. he's like, 
<laughs> but I didn't get to shake my belly like a bowl full of jelly. Did I say that right? Uh, something like that, yeah. Yeah. I'll try and find the clip and put it's it It's great. It's so funny. And then also Monica has a thing for Santa. I was so just she's about like, to say um, that bit, yeah. Uh, can, can you keep the costume for the night? And he goes, well, did your dad have a dress as Santa? And she's like, nope. Well, then that's okay. <laughs> well, that's okay. <laughs> yeah, there's some great it's lines. so funny. That's uh, probably one of my favourite Friends episodes. It's not like a majorly Christmassy episode, but it, it, it's it's a holiday episode. Yeah, so yeah. I thought I'd include it because it's it's an episode that we we quote often, don't we? Yes, especially those Yeah, we Yeah, we always go, well, that's okay. <laughs> that's your yeah, number two? Like that one. My number two, and I, I'm not sure if it's made your list as well. Okay. But it's Dwight as the Belschnickel. Uh, oh, the Belschnickel. In the office. <laughs> I'm, gonna I add, I'm gonna add a clip to the show notes. Of the Belschnickel. Um of of yeah, because talking about it won't do it justice. Yeah. But it is brilliant. They basically give Dwight the right to do Christmas his way. Yeah, I so, don't even know how he gets based on to his do that. Yeah. I can't remember. I, th- but, yeah. I think they feel sorry for him for some reason. And they, he basically uh, walks off, and then the next time you see him, he's come back dressed as the Belschnickel, mm-hmm. which is a... It's like a forest man. German, <laughs> like, fantasy. I don't know if it's real. It is. Oh, is it? Yeah. Um, and they, they essentially, like, they, they Google him to make sure that it is real, and then discover that he's got a friend called, um, I think it's Joate Pete or something like that, um, it is Swati Pete, well done. Which is a, essentially where there, it's a traditional thing to blackface and give out sweets to children or something. Yeah, so Oscar's uh, reading out like the description of uh, the Belschnickel. And then uh, <laughs> once they get to the bit about Swati um, Pete, uh, Stanley's just like, oh, hell no, we're not doing <laughs> this, we're not doing this. And <laughs> basically, like, Dwight just like bribes them all into doing it and there's a scene where he decides whether you've been naughty or nice and he essentially whips the people who've been naughty. Yeah. And I'm sure he gives them some like really naff present as well. Yeah. Yeah. So Belschnickel episode of The Office is quite late into the series, isn't it? It is. I think it's in the final season. Yeah, or the one before. Because Michael Steve Carell's not in it, yeah. Yeah, Steve Carell had left by that point. See, I watched on the train the other Christmas episode, you know, where they, they do the Yankee swap. The Yankee swap? Yeah, where they do Secret Santa and Michael buys an iPod, even though it's a twenty oh, yeah. twenty dollar limit. And he buys one an iPod. Yeah. And then he gets a homemade oven mitt and he's like, nope, we're playing Yankee swap. If I want your present, then I get your present. Yeah. And you can swap it and blah, blah, blah. And it's the most stressful episode. Like, it, it gives me anxiety watching that one because I know Jim's bought Pam a really nice yeah. gift and I'm just like just let Pam have the present it's, <laughs> at, it's at that moment like it's at that point in the series where you're like Jim and Pam will yeah. they won't they yeah because like, he's, he's put really he writes all of his feelings in a card yeah and it's inside the box um but by the time she finally gets it because of all the faffing about yeah he chickens out and takes the card out and puts it in his yeah. back pocket and we don't see that card again till season nine. Ooh. Yeah. There you go. So, so what was that, your number two? That was your number two. That, no, that was just a couple. Yeah, my number two is something else. Oh, okay, cool. Well, we, we got some... That, that is another one. <laughs> another good office yeah. one. We'll just say the office Christmas the specials. The office Christmas specials. The American office. Yes. Um, my number two is Father Ted. Oh, I don't remember. Yes, the, uh... you do. Because what happens is, why the heck is he even there? They go into a department store. Right. And he gets lost in the lingerie section. And he's like, a vicar. (laughs) In a lingerie section, what will people say? And then he's like crawling through, trying to escape. And he finds like six other vicars. Like, (laughs) Oh, I vaguely remember now. (laughs) You're here too. <laughs> they all can't escape, and it's like the great escape, but of the lingerie section. Oh. <laughs> <It's so stupid. laughs> I'll so try funny. and find a clip. I'll try and find a clip and put it in the show notes. Oh, it's brilliant. Loads of other things happen, but like that, like that's my favorite part. It that just like cracks one. me up. Yeah, priests. What did I say, vicar? I think Vickers. the priests. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's all that happened really. Because when I've googled it, that's that's the that's thingy. The main, like... That's the blurb. That's the main bit. Oh, and um, they buy um, Mrs. 
What was her name? Mrs. Dooley? Something like that, yeah. Um, Sorry, let me just find out. Would you like some tea, Father? What's her name? How about some cake? It's oh. got cocaine in it. Does she say that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mean... I don't mean cocaine. I mean... Mrs. Doyle. Her name is Mrs. Mrs. Doyle. Mrs. Doyle. Yeah, they buy her a tea, a tea making machine or a coffee machine. Oh, yeah. And she's having, like, a heart attack because... She, She's, she's like, coffee. no, because she likes to make the tea. That's her job. Oh, and they've right. now done a machine. So now she just stands next to it, waits for it to do her job and then hands them a cup of tea. So she um, secretly breaks it. And yeah. yeah, it's great. It's such a, like, it's brilliant. Father Ted series. Is, yeah. It's brilliant so as well. Good. well. The Christmas special, I think, is my favourite Father Ted episode ever. Oh. But yeah. Mine's the one where um, Father Jack wakes up in the caravan and he's like, where am I? What's going on? Are those my feet? <laughs> I don't even remember that one. I think it's Father Jack anyway. I've not seen it in quite a while. So. That sounds um, like Dougal. Maybe it is, I can't yeah. imagine Father Jack saying that. Uh, He's I'll only f- got two like two lines. Yeah. Uh, I'll find it anyway. Okay. Put that in the show notes as well. What's your number two? The, my number two was The Office. Oh. And number one was... Number three was Royal Family. Oh, yeah. Okay. So what's your number one? My number one was the episode in How I Met Your Mother. Oh, okay. Where it is actually New Year, but it's that you know Christmas holidays, and it's the one where uh, Barney and Ted end up taking uh, control of McLarens. Uh, they're chatting up the oh. two band girls, um, and they end up going, "We should buy a bar," and then they name it Puzzles, Puzzles. and that's the puzzle. Um, throwback to when we were in uni, yeah, and we used to hang out in my friend's basement, and we called the basement Puzzles as well. Yeah. After that. But then, yeah, so then it's last orders in the bar, so they take the party back to their place, and Barney's got a, a bingo list of girls that he's trying to sleep with. <laughs> Meanwhile, Marshall and Robin get snowed into a car, and they're having a bit of an argument. Um, but he's on his way to pick up Lily from the airport, because they have a tradition uh, of yeah. him going to pick her up, and they weren't going to do it this year, but then he, like, not chickened out, chickened in. <laughs> he, you know, he, that classic phrase. That classic phrase. No, he, he changed his mind, he chickened in, and <laughs> decided to go and pick her up. And and Lily also wasn't going to do her tradition, which is to bring Marshall a six-pack of beer with a pun based on the place she's, the place she's just been. But then... She chickened in too. She chickened in too. But then they meet at different times. Uh, or he gets the... Day wrong. Uh, yeah, they get the day wrong because there's a flight cancelled or something yeah. like that. Um, but it all has a happy ending. Yeah. And it's it's an easy... I, I've, I've seen How I Met Your Mother probably the same amount you've seen Friends. Yeah. I watch it a lot. Yeah. And it's it's a good episode. It's a good easy I'm episode. I'm surprised that's your number one. Well, I didn't really know what order to put them in. Okay. Honourable mentions. I've not done my number one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was so squawky. My number one is brilliant, and it's the Vicar Dibley Christmas special. Yes. Where everybody in the village invites her to Christmas dinner, and oh. she can't say no to everyone. Yes. So she says yes to everyone. Oh, that <laughs> is such a good episode. five Christmas dinners. Is it five? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. And it not like a... Ch- is there a chocolate fountain at the end of that one? Well, I don't know if that's a different episode. I'm not sure. Maybe the very beginning of the episode. I don't know. But I know she eats Christmas dinner at David and... I can't remember his name. The the baldy guy. Right. Um, I want to say Harold, but I don't think it's Harold. Their house. But they're like, we're doing a five-course meal. And she's just like... (laughs) At one point, she's just like forcing sprouts into her mouth with her fingers because she's like gagging so much that they won't stay inside. So she's just pushing them in like... (laughs) Um, then she goes to the farmer guy's house and he's oh, like, yeah. I've got a whole pig. <laughs> and you're just like, oh God. Yeah. Then he goes to like the no, no, no guy's house. Jim. Yeah. And he's put yeah. like loads of coins inside the, um, the pudding. Yeah. Um, goes to Alice's house. My man used to do that. Yeah. I think it's just a traditional thing, mm. but I think he's put like loads of money in there. Oh, right. <laughs> so you can't eat any of it yeah. really. <laughs> and she goes to Alice. I think she saves Alice's for last or something. Yeah. And um, she gets a bit upset that. She's not eating because she's told her mum how much she likes to eat. So right. she makes her like a feast. Oh, yeah, And yeah. she's too full that she can't eat anymore by the time she's going home. Actually, at one point she gets a taxi from someone's house to the next person's house. And it's literally two doors down. But she, <laughs> she actually gets a taxi because <laughs> she can't walk. It's so good. Oh, my God. <laughs> Oh what! A, oh, it's brilliant, brilliant. Yeah, but yeah that's my favourite Christmas special. Like, yeah. it's It's so good. Cool. 
Um, yeah, my only honourable mention was the uh, Chris Mucker episodes of the Chris OC. Mucker? Chris Mucker, yeah. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. And Christmas. I think that's the only episode of the OC I've ever seen. Oh, really? Yeah. And there's two or three episodes. Yeah. Ever? No. <laughs> but yeah, just those ones. Yeah. And they're good. My the honourable mention is Only Fools and Horses. Oh, what happened in that one? Uh, they are going to a costume party as Batman and Robin, and somebody gets mugged. And they're like oh, running yeah, through that's, the streets. That's classic, <laughs> only and horses, yeah. And it's, it's like smoky. <laughs> yeah. And they're like run through, yeah. Uh, but yeah. then they didn't have time because they're late to the party, so they just finish what they're doing and then like run to the party. But somebody snaps a picture of them, so they're in the paper. Like Batman <laughs> and Robin saved the day. Like, that's great. Um, and then my other honourable mention was the Father Christmas short. Oh, okay. By the people who did The Snowman. Oh, yeah. I think it's the same like artist anyway. And um, I think it's Bob Hoskins who does the voice of Father Christmas. And he gets, oh, another right. blooming Christmas. You know yeah. it? No. Do you know it? No. no. Oh, Did, basically, it... it's it's what Father Christmas does January to oh, right. November. And I've he goes on holiday it. with his dog and his cat. It's cute. Right. And he's, he's a proper grumpy old man. <laughs> it's good, really cute. Um... A good uh, TV show coming up this year oh. that we saw the advert for was uh, The Tiger Who Came to Tea oh, yeah, yeah. by Judith Kerr. Now, like we saw the advert for it like last week when we were down in London. Yeah. And I think because it started, the, the advert saying it's got Robbie Williams in it, I uh, just it ignored it off, because yeah. I don't like Robbie Williams. I think he's a prat. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but now that I've like got over that fact it looks awesome they've done a lot of these like last year they did um going on a bear hunt which is i think oh, the same author right or it's the same artist anyway for the illustrator yeah um i've not seen that still but it's got a really good cast though it's um benedict cumberbatch okay um david williams uh david Paul, williams david williams 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 um david o yellow who's that He's been in oh, yeah. quite a lot of things. Okay. Oh. Um, <laughs> Helpful. <laughs> you, you'd have to pull up the list on IMDb, okay. but I think you'd recognise him. Uh, Paul Whitehouse. Oh, yes. Uh, and Tamden Greg. Who's that? Um, she plays Fran in Black Books. Oh, yes. I don't know why I didn't know that. Yeah. You, okay. you, you, yeah, you know who she is. Jackie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and, and Jackie in Friday Night Dinner, if you've ever seen that. <laughs> have you ever seen Friday Night Dinner? <laughs> um, yeah, so that, it looks really good. Yeah. Uh, I remember having the book when I was a kid. Yeah. It's read it quite a lot, but I can't remember anything about it now because no. I've not read it since about five. But I really want to watch that okay. when it comes Let's on TV. That. I can try and find out when it is. Probably Christmas yeah. Eve or day or something. Well, I'll, I'll, if I remember, I'll add it to the show notes. Okay, cool. So that's in there. But yeah, that, that was going to be my one cool thing. But I thought whilst we're talking about the illustrated okay. TV, I thought it could fit it in now. Yeah. So have you got any like Christmas traditions? Oh, have I got any Christmas traditions? Christmas Eve, yeah. my sister, my nan, my mum, myself and my cousin all wear Christmas jumpers, Christmas hats, like yeah. Santa hats. Yeah. And we go pretty house hunting. Oh, okay. So what's that? So we all climb into the car and we drive around for about three hours <laughs> <laughs> and look at people's decorated houses. Right. But we have like a route. So we go from one end of Liverpool. Yeah to the other end of Liverpool, then outside of Liverpool to the next town over. Yeah. <laughs> Drive around there for a bit and then come back. <laughs> yeah. It does literally take about three hours, but then halfway through, because my sister is diabetic, sometimes she gets too excited and her sugars can drop. So we have we have to. You have to. Stop at McDonald's and get a McFlurry. Right. <laughs> um, it's all her fault. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's every year. Every year. Right. Yeah. 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 Because of the diabetes. Yeah. My nan gets a apple pie. Yeah. She's not keen on McFlurry's. Well, um, and then... she, she gets cold, she needs an apple pie. <laughs> <laughs> and then once that's over, we all have pizza. Oh. Every year. Very nice. Homemade by me dad. Very nice. Yeah. What about you? I, I don't have many Christmas traditions. One thing I, I used to love doing was, well, when I lived with my parents, they'd buy the Radio Times. Uh, mm. But now we'll buy the Radio Times. Ignore the week beforehand completely and just read what's on on christmas eve yeah uh, christmas day boxing day new year's eve and new year's day because they always had the best films and the best tv yeah 
um, me and my brother would like sit and get excited and like, oh, that's on, oh, yeah. oh that's on, I can't wait to watch that. And we would hardly get around to watching any of them, but <laughs> there's the odd one, you know. Yeah, you, we used to love doing that. You don't do that anymore, though, because we don't watch live TV, do no, you? No, no. Like, everything streams, so you don't you don't need, like, a, a, a guide, but... Yeah, and it's also, like, four quid. And I only really <laughs> needed, like, like five pages. <laughs> if that... Because I didn't even have, like, Sky channels. It was yeah. just a, <laughs> it was just a <laughs> channel sponsored by terrestrial TV. <laughs> That's yeah. funny. That's all you need around Christmas. Yeah. No, I don't have... I, I love having... Getting stolen Christmas cake. Oh... That's probably I my, thought you my liked big... Stolen. I was in the shop today and there was Stolen Bites. I was going to yeah. get you it. And then I was like, but what if that's the one he doesn't like? So I just oh, got you yeah. into pies instead. Yeah, no, Sorry. Stolen is a uh, staple in uh, my family household. Yeah. We've always enjoyed a bit of Stolen over Christmas. Um, what's your, what's your favourite Christmas dessert? Dessert? Yeah. I don't really do dessert, so it'd just be ice cream. Just oh, ice no, cream. you know what oh. it is? A chocolate log. Oh, a Yule log? Yeah. Yes. Oh, we need to get one this year. My nana used to make them really good. Oh. She used to make them really good. Why? What happened? Uh, nothing. She always put a little robin on top. Oh. <laughs> That's just... That's just, anymore. just like... Peace to resistance. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Oh, I've got pins and needles. you got pins and needles. Yeah. Right. So that's, that's our favourite Christmas films, Christmas TV, our Christmas traditions. Feel free to let us know any of your favourite Christmas things. Yeah, any recommendations? Because, like, all the films that I suggested, I feel like they're not everybody's number one. Yeah. Or people may not have even heard of them. So if you've got any unusual ones that we didn't mention, let us know. Yeah, you can tweet us or message us on Instagram at perfectcastpod. Or you can email us at theperfectcastpod at gmail.com. Yeah. Thanks very much for listening. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Bye. This podcast is part of the After Dark Podcast Network.